Welcome to the Fearless Future Podcast with me, your host, Catherine McCourt, Transformational Life and Business Coach. Today I'm talking about failure. Ah, yes, failure. One of the top things that keeps us from taking chances, moving forward, and one we are all afraid of. As a recovering perfectionist, this is one all too familiar and has been a tough one for me throughout my life. It can be crippling as much as it can be rewarding. What I mean by this is think of something you wanted so badly, attempted and failed, compared to when you attempt something and didn't get the outcome you wished for, but embrace the effort and the experience as your takeaway. So was that failure? Did you give it your best shot? Did you show up? With so many layers to failure, it's no wonder we beat ourselves up or think of ourselves as less than when we don't get the ultimate outcome we are ideally gunning for. So what is the definition of failure? From dictionary.com, failure is an act or instance of failing or proving unsuccessful, lack of success. Failure to do what one has promised, failure to appear. An inefficiency in quality or quantity. Deterioration or decay, example health. A condition of being bankrupt. And the list goes on. Failure can be a harsh word, but we can minimize the feeling of failure by labeling it something else. A lesson. Learning. Your best shot. Takeaway. All these are not definitions of failure, but rather a part of failure that some embrace quite well, while others may struggle to see. Like many things in our lives, it's the language we are taught associated with the feelings we experience that make us feel something is a failure. So like many things in life, if we change the language around failure, we can change the outcome and how you move forward. The stifling stigma around it and the fear that envelops us when it occurs. Let's look at a career in sales, for instance. Knowing this arena all too well, I can speak from experience and what I've observed over the years. Sales is not for the faint at heart. It is a tough game, though is equally rewarding, even though there are often tough lessons to swallow. Now, the failure in sales really depends on who you're talking to. You've worked hard at getting to know your prospect or client. You put together what you feel is a solid proposal and you kill it or so you think, in that presentation. Time begins to pass, and your follow-ups aren't getting you the answers your leaders are looking for. And finally, the verdict is in. You didn't meet the target, the budget, or land the new product. Now what? You feel angry, disappointed, maybe even embarrassed. But did you absolutely fail? If you didn't deliver the number, and you're speaking with your finance team or budgeting teams, then yes, they will see this as a fail. If you are speaking with your sales leader, she or he may also view this as a fail. But if they are strong leaders, they will take a holistic view and work with you to understand the whole picture. Why? Because there are usually some key wins even in the miss. I can say this with confidence because I have experienced this. Could you have done a better job with what you said? How you qualified the opportunity? Sure, there's always room for improvement, but sometimes these failures or losses actually do win in the end and better than you expected. Sometimes the client loved everything about the presentation and opportunity, but they were not fully prepared on their end to make the investment the way they view will be best for them. But 
And here's a big but. They may actually come around with full budget, sometimes beyond what you're expecting, to take advantage of the opportunity you presented just at a later date. So tell me, is this truly failure? I'd say not. I would get tired of hearing myself and others talk so badly about ourselves if we didn't win the deal. Like we were not good at what we were doing. Yet we had years of success, experience, and amazing wins to prove that we are in fact just the opposite. So why did we sit and stir in this one blip for so long till the next shiny opportunity showed up? Well, a lot has to do with our own perception of the outcome. What we fear our peers and leaders are now thinking of us and so many pressures internal and external that likely aren't even true. Let's look at another scenario, making requests at work. Is it a fail when you make a request at work for, let's say, a raise, negotiate a new holiday weeks, or present an idea to your leader? It depends, but I bet you prepared and put your best foot forward. Often when these scenarios don't pan out, It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them or the company. Their policies, the timing, sitting in the feeling of failure in this instance leaves us disappointed or embarrassed, which sometimes stops us from truly finding out why this didn't pan out for us in the end. If you don't get clarity around why, you will either sit and wallow in the sorrow of failure, or you will beat yourself up and never attempt this again. Is that where you want to be? Is that how you want to feel? I bet not. Let's look at an entrepreneurial venture. There's this rush of excitement and exhilaration, motivation when you find that idea you can't wait to spread to the world. You work extremely hard at getting all the pieces just right to launch, and then crickets. No solid response. Maybe no interest. Or maybe a little bit here or there, but not the blast of purchases, followers, or engagement that you expected. I mean, come on, your idea was brilliant, right? Well, yes, it may be, but does this scenario equal failure? Should you quit and throw in the towel at this first attempt? Absolutely not. This is when the real work begins. The refining of your target, your outreach, the connection you are trying to make. You have not failed in this situation. You simply need to get clear on certain aspects to ensure you are speaking the same language as your key audience to build that connection and ultimately your business. Sometimes we are the ones who set ourselves up for failure. Yes, we usually do. We put such high expectations on ourselves. I believe pushing ourselves and having a healthy competitive attitude is a good thing. But I am talking about being really hard on ourselves when something doesn't look exactly as we imagined in the end, or not having the grace with ourselves and knowing there is a process So trust and be patient. Want to stop wallowing in the feeling of failure? Want to stop hiding or beating yourself up over something that is likely not true? Here are three proven tips to ultimately change how you deal with what you consider to be failure. Like in the sales scenario, if you experience feeling less than, like you are a terrible salesperson, like you should quit because you're simply not good enough, stop. Stop and ask yourself, is this an isolated scenario? How many wins have I had thus far this quarter or year? What are some of the best compliments and reviews I've received from my clients, colleagues, present and past? This should naturally reveal where your strengths are 
And where you can feel confident, you have proven you are not a failure. What are the takeaways? When the outcome is not as you intended or expected, ask yourself, what are the key takeaways? Did you show up? Were you prepared? What did you feel in the moment? What is ultimately out of my control? All very important, as some people never even get to the showing up part. They simply talk themselves out of it well before attempting it. Change the language of failure. Instead of telling yourself you failed, tell yourself you showed up, put your best foot forward, you learned from this, there is still opportunity to succeed. So here's a bonus tip. Don't give it too much thought. Take what you can gain from the situation and keep moving forward. Focus on the next steps ahead. What does it really bring you to keep it on repeat over and over again? Where you focus your energy will be where your outcome will be. So take what you need and move on. Success is built on failures, which ultimately builds resilience. Thank it for showing up. No, really, thank it for showing up from time to time. And know you are progressing and evolving each time. Most of all, don't worry about what others think. The negative Nellies out there, they're likely the ones that fear failure the most and never show up. Showing up is where it begins. By you showing up, you succeed. Thanks for tuning in today. And if you or anyone you know is looking for extra guidance or support, please refer to my website, katherinemccourt.com. You can see how I work with individuals as well as businesses, and I run monthly workshops. Please stay tuned. New episodes drop each week. I'd love your support on this mission to intrigue and help others bound fearlessly into their future. If you enjoy the show, please share a rating and review on Apple or Spotify. How can you do this? Tap the three horizontal lines under the podcast cover image. In the pop-up menu, select rate the show. Tap the number of stars that you want to rate and then leave a comment. Hit save and you're done. Thanks so much and have a fantastic week.